the songwriter says, When darkness veil his lovely face, I rest on his unchanging grace. In ever high and stormy gale, my anchor holds within the veil. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. It is amazing that when you begin to look at a portion of scripture and continue reading that Jesus in his teaching in Matthew, we started in chapter 5, and the sermon continues all in chapter 7 and chapter 8 that these things he is teaching his disciples. He told us that we must be careful to look out for hypocrites who pretend that they are what they are not. He said they are wolves in sheep clothing. Wolves like everybody and everything also are known by their fruit. Human beings bring forth human beings. Animals produce animals. Mango trees produce mangoes. Wolves like everybody and everything also are known by their fruit. What fruit does Christ seek? Now, let me see if I can name a few for you today and see if these fruits are coming from our lives. Number one, the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is something that should always come from the life of the Christian. In Galatians 5, 22 and 23, but the fruit of the Spirit is love. Every child of God should be producing love. The fruit of the Spirit is joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such, there is no law. The fruit of the Spirit. The list is there. These are the things that should come forth from the life of the believer. The fruit of the lips, which is praises to God. In Hebrews 13 and verse number 15, By him therefore let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually, that is, the fruit of our lips, given thanks to his name. What is it that God looks for from the life of the Christian? God looks for holy living. In Romans 6, 22, But now being made free from sin and become the servants to God, we have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. So God looks for the fruit of the Spirit, which is love, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, faith, goodness, meekness, temperance, and such like. He looked for the fruit of our lips where we give God praise and thanks. But he looked for the, the fruit of our lives, holy living, good works, God looks for. In Colossians chapter 1, verse 10, that ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, 
being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. God looks for winning the loss to Christ. This is something that we are commissioned to do. In Romans 1, 13, Now I would not have you ignorant brethren, that oftentimes I purposed to come unto you, but was let hitherto, that I might have some fruit among you also, even so among the Gentiles. Here is a man of God who wants to be with those at Rome so that he'll be able to win some for Christ. And that's what God is interested in. Wow. I have no greater joy in my life than to preach the gospel or hear the gospel preach and people accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. If you know what type of tree you have, you will know what type of fruit to look for. Never look to gather grapes from thorns or figs from thistle. It is not in their nature to produce such fruits. Good fruits are good works, like grapes and figs. These are pleasing to God and profitable to man. This good fruit is never to be expected from bad men. You cannot get a clean thing out of an unclean. A good tree cannot bring forth bad fruit. Oh, Jesus makes it so clear. Everything in nature produces after its kind. This is also true in the spiritual realm. The tree that produces rotten fruit is cut down and thrown in the fire. Wherefore, by the fruit, you will know what tree it is. Secondly, false prophets who teach false doctrine can produce only false righteousness. But why would you say that? Come with me back to the Bible. In Acts chapter 20 and verse number 29, listen to these words. For I know this, that after my departing shall grievous wolves enter among you, not sparing the flock. They will enter to destroy the flock. The fruit which represents the results of their ministry cannot last. The prophets are false. They magnify themselves, not Jesus Christ. Their purpose is to exploit people and not to build them up. The people who believes false doctrine or who follows a false prophet will never experience a changed life. Unfortunately, some people do not realize this until it is too late. One of the things that we all must stop and pay attention to that there is someone who knows the heart, who knows the motive, who knows the intent, someone who sees right through us, not just hears us, but sees right through us, that someone. One day we must stand before and give 
an account and to be dealing with his sheep and to be a wolf among his sheep is something that he does not take lightly. And one of these days, true or false, all of us will stand before him and he will be our judge. Next morning, I will share with you, false prophets will be surprised at the judgment. They will be surprised at the judgment. O Lord, our God in heaven, I pray that daily you will help us, dear God, to search our own lives and that everything we do, Lord, even sharing these devotions, that this would be for your honor and for your glory. Lord, that there will be no other reason but just to do what you have asked to do. I pray, Lord, that you would use us. We know that there are those who may not want to hear, but there are those, O oh God, whom you have already prepared to listen. So use your people as we bind ourselves together to share the true word of God with every listener. Have your way. We love you, praise you, and thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, God bless you. Thank you. All glory and praise goes to God. But I thank you for sharing. Have a good day.